0: Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 50, should you hire a professional organizer or do the work yourself? In this episode, I'm gonna go through six things to consider on whether you should hire someone to come into your home, or if you've realized you're more of an organizing DIYer. If you've been following me, especially on Instagram, you may have noticed that I also mentor professional organizers. When I stepped away from organizing client homes a couple of years ago, I still had these connections with these super wonderful and talented professional organizers that worked so hard. So I actually have a network. It's the One Organized Mama Network of Professional Organizers. And this is a program that anyone who's interested in growing their business can join. And part of the uh, membership is that there is a 10-module mentoring program. And these are sort of the secrets and everything that I've sort of learned throughout the years while I grew One Organized Mama as a professional organizer. So I offer these in a 10-module series. And module number two is managing client expectations, a big part of growing your business. And so for those of you who are interested in hiring a professional organizer, I'll kind of let you in on on some of these secrets of, of what I tell professional organizers in the business, because it is really important for us as professional organizers to educate our clients in what we do. There are so many different things that a professional organizer can do. I always like to call it like a big umbrella. And a lot of different things fall under that umbrella of professional organizing. And more so than ever, I feel like every year that we go along, we have another wonderful business or professional organizer that gets the spotlight. They get on the HGTV shows or all the home shows or Netflix series or different things. And so there's a lot of different ideas about organizing. So if you've watched any of the programs, I'm sure you've seen all of the differences between all the different organizers. I, in fact, as One Organized Mama, have my own unique spin on it. Mine is a very time management based program. I like to break things down to you and little bits of time i liked you to focus on you know the realistic part of organizing not so much only the aesthetic part of it so again you just have to figure out as the consumer is who do you connect with and so it's the same if you're going to be hiring a professional organizer to come into your home so again i'm going to go through these different points for you to consider before you make the investment, whether it be time or your money in doing the organizing yourself or hiring a professional to come into your home. Okay, let's start with number one. All right, I want you to consider, are you really okay with people coming in to your home and working in your home? If you hire a professional organizer, you need to know that we get in there, man. I mean, think about it. It's different than just hiring an electrician or a plumber or even sometimes people are cleaning your house. I mean, we're like getting into your stuff or at least we should be because that is the whole point of us getting in there. We need to really see how do you live? What do you have? How can we use all of this to create a really uh, great system for you to organize your home and to keep it organized. So we're really getting in there. We're opening cabinets, we're opening drawers, we're undoing boxes, all with your permission. Of course, we don't go in there and do anything unless we have your full permission. But How comfortable are you with that? Like, do you really want this person to come in and see like all of your quote unquote sort of dirty secrets? I mean, you really have to consider this and obviously a lot of people are okay with it because this is a very fast growing industry and it's a wonderful industry. For the professional organizer, also there's something to consider with this. We get hired to go in And especially help people during different, I would say, transitions of their life. So maybe it's a newly married couple and we're helping them combine everything in their home. Or maybe they've just had a baby. Or maybe they're empty nesters and their children have left the home and we're helping them transition their home into that new season of life. Also, we help people sometimes who have just gone through a divorce or even the loss of a loved one. So as a professional organizer, I think it's important for everyone to understand that it's not just a physically demanding job. It can also be very emotionally and mentally taxing as well. I mean, again, we're in there and I don't mean just the stuff, but we are in there as a part of your life. So we're helping you with a lot of these transitions. And again, as the potential client, you need to ask yourself, how comfortable are you going to be with that? Now, granted, it is your home, so you get to determine your level of involvement with your professional organizer, but if it's something that just kind of makes you uneasy or you're just not quite sure about, then you may want to consider doing more of the organizing on your own, being an organizing DIYer, and a lot of times I like to compare this to um, a fitness trainer or like a, uh, someone that you hire that helps you get into shape. Um, I think it's sometimes very similar in this regard. When you, and I have in the past, I've hired a um, a trainer to help me and man, they are really kind of pushing me, kind of getting into my business a little bit. And sometimes it makes me like a little uncomfortable and I don't like it. I, on the other hand, am super great. No, I'm not super great. Let me just be honest, but in order to keep myself like in moderate shape, I like to just do it on my own. I really don't like someone getting like that super involved with me and I have to tell them everything I ate the day before and, you know, that kind of thing. So I like to really kind of use this as an example of where my comfort is. I am super, super fine with just kind of reading the research that's out there and and preferring to do the work myself. So I'll set myself up on the little plan. I like some different apps and advice, there are people that I follow on social media. That's absolutely fine cuz I just I don't know. I like I said, I don't want to be accountable to somebody or have them be that involved with me when it comes to my physical fitness journey. So, just be super honest with yourself. What is your level of comfort? You'll need to know that before you decide whether hiring a professional organizer is right for you or, again, if you're more of a DIYer. All right. Number two, are you really ready to get organized or would you rather just work at your own pace? And again, it's like hiring a fitness instructor or fitness trainer. When you hire someone to come and help you through this, they mean business. So a professional organizer is going to go into your house, and I always think of the the, professional organizers are like a racehorse, and as soon as that gate is lifted up, they are ready to go. And so that's a lot of times we would go into a home and we're just ready, like give us, show us the clutter, show us the space, like we're just ready to just get in there and you know start sorting things and hanging things up and getting a system ready, like digging through the clutter. We are super, super ready to go. But we can't make every decision for our clients. Our clients do have to have some level of involvement. So are you really ready? Are are you ready to go out there and to have someone in your home, really have them ready because they are ready to go? Do you understand which spaces in your home are the most important to you? An organizer, a really good organizer, will help you prioritize which space because a lot of times it's very common for clients just to say, I need help with several different areas of my home. And so a good professional organizer can go in, do an assessment, and then help you determine where your priorities are. Or is this, is organizing and your personal organizing journey really something that you need to do at your own pace? You have to determine that again before you decide to make the investment to bring somebody in. There are a lot of wonderful resources out there that are available to you, and you can certainly pick and choose what you like from each program and create your own. And that is one of the wonderful things about this day and age of all of the information out there is that there's so much of it that you can essentially create your own program. So again, how ready are you? Are you just ready to go? Like I said, are you ready to bring those resources into your home and just get it done? Or do you just need to kind of do things at your own pace? That's something that I want you to consider before you hire a professional organizer. Number three, let's talk about the money versus time aspect of this. Okay. I am a firm believer that so many of the decisions that we make, whether subconscious or not, are time versus money. For instance, are you going to cook dinner tonight or are you going to order in? Cooking dinner takes up more time, right? But I mean, especially in this day and age, you can order dinner on your phone and have it delivered in 45 minutes. Granted, one costs more when it comes to time, And the other costs more when it comes to money. And this is something that I am so passionate about. I want people to be so aware of our time. And I am so passionate about this that it's actually the foundation of my business I have what I call the Time Management Journal, and it's actually an online course that can be taken at your pace. If you go to my website, oneorganizedmama.com, click on Online Courses, and to me, this is the foundation of getting organized. You have the time, you can make the time, you can create the time for anything that you want in your life. So I go through a process with the Time Management Journal where I have you look at every area of your life. And then you learn how to make time for all of those different areas kind of helps with some life balance, but it also, and especially helps you realize that you have more time than you think for maintaining your home, for doing decluttering, for getting organized. If you organize your time, you can organize your home and your life. I promise you, I'm so passionate about this one, but again, the money. Let's talk about the money thing real quick. So on average, I would say, and this is not scientific, I've seen professional organizers charge every, anywhere from like $20 an hour to $300 an hour. But on average, I would say across America, the average rate for professional organizer is like $50 to $60 an hour. Here in Las Vegas, my organizers that I mentored charge about $50 an hour. For a four-hour session, that's $200. $200 to me is a lot of money. And so if I'm going to spend $200 on something, I want to make sure I'm getting the biggest bang for my buck. So is it really worth your time? So again, I want you to go back to number two. Are you really ready? That racehorse professional organizer is going to come in your house and they know, they don't want to hear like, What did I spend my $200 on? They don't want to hear that. That's why they are ready and rearing to go. So you as the client will do service to your organizer and to yourself if you have answered that question, am I really ready to go with this? Because again, this is something that takes a pretty big financial investment. All right, number four. If you should hire a professional organizer, you should understand how you and the organizer will work together. Or if you're more of a DIYer, maybe you just need a consultation and some tips. So let's let's dive into this. First, how does a professional organizer work? This is something when I mentor professional organizers especially new professional organizers, this is such an important part of the assessment period with a potential client. So you have that lead, that lead you're so super excited about because you finally have some clients that are, you know, starting to, you're starting to get noticed by. So you make those initial phone calls. And again, there are so many different things that fall under the professional organizing umbrella. People have so many different ideas out there. And so, you're not quite sure if this client is a right fit for you. Well, one of the things to determine and also as the the client, the client's wondering, do I have to be there? Do like how much involvement am I going to have to do all the directing? Can I just leave? And yes, it's I will say yes to all of the above. But it is the professional organizer's job to really determine what level of involvement you are going to give as the client. Obviously, it's your home. You have to have some level of involvement. So let's talk about homework for a minute. This is something again with the are you ready? A professional organizer cannot make every single decision for you in your home. You have to have some level of involvement. So I have had the entire range. I've had the clients who worked I essentially assisted them. Like They were pretty organized. They just needed the help. And so I just followed their lead. I also had the other end of the spectrum where clients were like, here's my garage code. Just go in and organize a space. I don't even want to be home. And so as a professional organizer, I was actually fine, really fine with both of and everyone along the spectrum, but I know not all organizers are. So, what I would do with the organizers who were very hands off and wanted me to work independently is I would leave them homework. And this was sort of like I would go and organize a space, but if there were items that I came across that didn't make sense in the space, or I couldn't find where they belonged in the rest of the home, I would put them aside in a bin and label it homework. So, I'd leave a note for my client to say, here's your homework. Just please go through sort, determine what's to be donated, what's to keep, et cetera, et cetera, sort of leave them some notes. And that's the level of involvement I needed for my client. Again, this is something that you as the client and the professional organizer should really be discussing before you make the involvement with the money and the time and the effort and all of that. So that versus the other one, which is maybe you just need some tips. And this is something that you can also do when hiring a professional organizer, you can actually have them come in and do a consultation. So I did this a lot for um, clients. So they would just hire me for one or maybe two hours. And I would go into their space. Um, this is really great to like, leave, I would leave them notes or sticky notes walk through their home or walk through their specific space and just sort of give them ideas and tips. And especially this worked really well when clients were moving into a new home. They just needed that different perspective, sort of the expert eye to say, you know what would work really good here, X, Y, or Z, and kind of give them some guidance. So again, there are a lot of different things that you can do when hiring a professional organizer. You can have them just assist you. You can have them work independently, or if you're more of a DIYer, you can have them come in and maybe just do a consultation. And since the pandemic, this is actually something that's actually really gone well for the professional organizing industry because a lot of us haven't been able to go into homes because of um, mandates and social distancing and things like that. But a lot of professional organizers now will actually do virtual consultations. So you can just walk around with your phone or your, your computer, however you and the organizers set it up, and then just pay them a fee and they will give you Some tips. Maybe you'll get an email with some ideas on how to organize your space after that. So, again, a lot of different options there. All right, the next thing that I want you to consider when it comes to whether you should hire a professional organizer or do the work yourself is this one word focus. How focused are you? How focused are you going to be? In the small business world, I listen to a lot of small business podcasts, a lot of entrepreneurs, and there is a saying that those who pay, pay attention. Let me repeat, those who pay, pay attention. I learned this early in my career. So I would do an assessment Early on, and an assessment is like a really free kind of thing. I would go in 20, 30 minutes max and get an assessment. So it was really gathering the information I needed as a professional organizer in the client space. And then also connecting with that client to see do they like me? Do they want to work with me? Do they trust me in their home? Do we connect? Do we get along? So it was just sort of that can we work together? So it was sort of that almost the client was interviewing me, but I was also interviewing the client as well, because I need to make sure that I am setting my client up for success, but also protecting myself. And so that's what the assessment was meant for. Now, (laughs) I had to learn early on that an assessment was, again, 20 to 30 minutes, because what I found people would sometimes do was they would have me in their home and we would hit it off and connect. And then one and a half hours later, I'm finally leaving their home after I've pretty much given them a free consultation. <sighs> and that was something that I had to learn and be super honest with myself because I struggle with sort of some people pleasing and I don't want people to hate me or leave me bad reviews. You know, I mean, I I struggle with that too. And so I had to determine once I was transitioning in different parts of my business that a consultation was something that clients needed to pay for. Um, If I'm going in and giving away all of my secrets and I'm pretty much setting everything up for you to do it on yourself, then there is a fee associated with that. So determine what your focus is. Again, if you are hiring, if you're making the investment to bring someone into your home and have them organize your home, what is what is your focus really going to be? What space are you going to focus on? What are your goals? Are you yourself going to be able to stay focused? Or you have to determine more on the DIY side that your focus is going to be much more broad, if let's just say. And you are there and you're just more interested in educating yourself into learning some new techniques, new tips, and applying those to the organizing that you're going to do on your own. And as I transitioned One Organized Mama again from working in client homes to a teaching platform, I had to determine how much do I give away for free and then how much do I pay for because I am, after all, a small business owner. I have a kid in college. (laughs) I have another Kid who's young and one day will probably go to college, or, you know, kids are expensive. So I have bills to pay just like you. And so I, that's the whole purpose with being in small business is to create a living for myself. So with One Organized Mama, I obviously have this podcast. This is a free resource that I'm able to give. I am a big one, again, on podcasts. I will listen to different podcast episodes, like, for instance, when it comes to marketing. And I have never paid for a marketing program. I have just listened to probably hundreds of hours of marketing podcast episodes or followed marketing people on social media and then just figured out how to do it myself. But again, this is a time versus money thing. And so I'm willing to invest my time in that because some of the programs out there are just super, super expensive and I just can't afford them. But I, with the teaching and the teaching of the organizing um, tips and the time management tips, really want to make this as available to as many people as possible. So I do have the online courses. And this is a great avenue if you're an organizing DIYer. I try to keep the courses very affordable, again, so that they can reach as many people as possible. And then these are tools that you can have if you're an organizing DIYer. I know I'm not the only one out there that has these, but it's a great place to start. So if you're more on the DIY side and you don't have to be super hyper-focused because you're paying someone $50 an hour to come and organize your home, you need to maybe have a little bit of um, or not have that such intensity, then maybe you can focus on just learning the techniques yourself, just like I do when it comes to marketing and such. So just see what's out there. Like I said, we live in a day and age where we're so blessed to have so much information out there for us to pick and choose from, and then just create your own system for your organizing journey. So determine what your focus is before you make the investment into hiring a professional organizer, or to even paying for any of the services that are out there? What is your focus? Okay, the last thing that I want to cover on whether you should hire a professional organizer or do the work yourself is what are your expectations? One of the things that I go over when I'm mentoring professional organizers is this, that phone call from that Client, and you're super excited. Like, you finally have them on the phone, you guys are talking and connecting, and they're like, Yeah, I'd love for you to do my kitchen, my pantry, both of my kids' room and the playroom. How long should that take? And you're like, Ah. Uh. And every single professional organizer that is brand new totally freezes and freaks out. So, I walk them through a process where I say, You know what? You don't give them a time frame because you haven't seen the space. So you go out there and I teach them how to really determine and we do it with ranges because of this, because we don't know what your focus is yet. We don't know how focused you're going to be. And so when I have the professional organizer go out there, I've had them already ready with the other five things on this list to determine how serious are you? How fast do you want to work? What's your involvement? What's your focus? Are you willing to invest the money? into this project? So on and so forth. Do they even want you in their house? And so the professional organizer is going to go in and then they're going to assess your space. Now, again, when people call me, I've learned and I'm just very blunt about it when they'll say, well, how long, how long does an average kitchen take? I don't know. There's not an average kitchen. I live in a city where a kitchen could be a very tiny space or kitchen could be ginormous. So there is not an average, there's no such thing as an average kitchen. I have some kitchens that I walk into where it's a minimalist and they hardly have anything in their, you know, cabinets and drawers. I walk into other kitchens that are tiny, 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 and they're is not one square inch of space on any countertop and every drawer and every cabinet is filled with stuff. So there is no such thing as a kitchen. An assessment is definitely needed to set up what the expectations are for a space. Now, I will sometimes give them some of these estimates. I will generally say a pantry can take one organizer about four to six hours. So, for instance, if their budget is four or five hundred dollars, they're probably not going to get their entire home organized. I will also give sort of the the example of a garage, and again, this is very generally speaking. Um, but a garage that's a two-car garage and that has a lot of stuff in there, a lot of boxes that haven't been opened for years. You're unable to sort of park two vehicles in there. I will tell someone that can generally take two organizers about a tw- about 20 hours. So again, depending on what the hourly rate is, they can do the math and determine is this something that really makes sense for them. Now, again, those are gen- generally speaking, and I don't really give those assessments, but I would say for the most part across the country, those are two pretty broad ideas of how it works when it comes to organizing. Because when we have those calls where that, you know, super stressed out parents, like, I just need help in all the areas of my home, you can get this done this week, right? Well, not necessarily. It's a process and it's part of your organizing journey. So, when it comes to hiring a professional organizer, I just ask of you to have very realistic expectations about the job and about the work. And most importantly, on yourself. Are you ready to make those decisions? Are you being realistic? Can you make decisions quickly? Are you ready to let go of stuff? Be very realistic before you invest the time and the money into hiring someone to bring them into your home. Now, on the flip side, if you're more of an organizing DIYer, I also want you to be very aware of expectations. Also, I want you to be very aware of your follow through. So again, a lot of times people will use a garage example, will go in and, be, and a lot of times they'll say, you know what, I can knock this out in a weekend. Well, are you going to stay focused? Are you going to follow through? Is your phone going to ding? Are the kids going to pull you away? Are you going to have to go run errands? I don't want you to get started on a project and give yourself these unrealistic expectations, which essentially set you up for disappointment and just getting really frustrated. So even if you're an organizing DIYer, I want you to be very realistic about your expectations. Organizing spaces, especially spaces that haven't been organized for some time, take a lot more time than you have any idea if they really do. Organizing is a process. And again, that's why I'm a big believer in biting off a reasonable amount. That's why I use a timer technique. That's why I encourage you not to go beyond 20 minutes. That's why I encourage you to go through the process of of integrating it into your daily and weekly planning to do a routine through your home. Little simple things that will help you help set you up for success and manage your expectations a little bit better. But that is the whole purpose of getting organized. I just want you to have. A journey where you're not super stressed where you're managing your time really well and spending your time doing the things in life that matter and with the people that matter most to you organizing should not be all encompassing of your life it should just be one area of your life like maintenance like working out like getting to the gym like it's definitely important to do but I don't want it to completely overtake your life so I hope I was helpful when it comes to considering whether you need to hire a professional organizer or determining whether you're just an organizing DIYer. I am continuing to build my website. I have some really great tools and information on there um, oneorganizedmama.com, and especially, like I said, with the online courses get on there, check out what I have for the online courses. I also have some fantastic professional organizers on there that you can hire. So you can go on and see a photo and get their contact information. Give them a call, send them a text, send them an email, reach out to them if you have any questions. If you're interested in becoming a professional organizer or growing your professional organizing business, And you're interested in joining the One Organized Mama Network, send me an email, oneorganizedmama at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to answer your questions and give you more information about it. So as always, thank you so much for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye.